0: you talk family what go on what go on this your boy d with another live show when you talk and y'all know how we start off every show it ain't no me what are you baby k nation what's going on what's going on happy friday to everybody man hope everybody had a great safe week man we one week away alabama versus miami are you ready we one week away What's going on, K-Nation? I'm going to bring my boy in pretty shortly. Mr. Larry Frank Jr. is in the building. But y'all know how we do it, man. I want to start off and get some shout-outs, man. Get some shout-outs, man. Shout-out to Melvin Brad, man. Shout-out to my guy, Melvin Bratton, man. MB5 Sports, Zenith Sports Group. Zenith Developers Group, man. Y'all support my boy, man, Melvin Bratton. What's going on, Mr. Bratton? What it do? Shout-out to Marquez Williams, man. Shout out to Marquez. And like I say, man, you guys go to popsocks.com. And check out the socks, man. Mr. Williams is selling over at popsocks.com. He got all of this merchandise for you guys. You can get ready, man, for the upcoming game. Shout out to Marquez Williams. And also shout out, man, to Coach Hayes, man. I want to give a big shout out, man, to Brother Jay Blaze for uh introducing. You talked to Coach Hayes, man, but uh, he was somebody that me and Larry Frank was watching, man, before we started doing this, man, and I want to give a shout-out to Coach Hayes. Uh, next week, we're not going to do a hype show. Actually, Coach Hayes is uh, having like a marathon to where he's bringing on all of the different Miami Hurricane YouTube platforms to where uh, we're going to be talking about different position groups. And you talk. our time is at 6.30. Our time slot is at 6.30. And me and Larry Frank is going to be talking about the old line. So that'll be next week, next Friday. Like I said, it won't be a, I'm sorry, next Thursday on September the 2nd. It won't be a hype show on Friday. We're going to do Coach Hayes' show over on his station. So you guys come over and check us out next uh, Thursday at 6.30. That'll be Utah uh, slot. And uh, I think Coach Hayes said he's going from, man, I want to say from 4 to 12. He's going to be on there with all of the different uh, personalities, man, from uh, Miami Hurricane YouTube, man. So looking forward to that, man. So let me bring my boy in without any further ado. Mr. Larry Frank Jr. is in the building, man. Larry Frank, what it do? What's going on, big dog? How
1: you doing tonight? Doing good, man, doing good. Uh, You know my usual phrase, uh, blessed and avoiding stress but uh I'm blessed but hurricane Ida she 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 hurting me on that other half uh I, I'm a little <laughs> stressed out right now i Ida coming straight at me like literally the path of the storm is coming straight to where I'm at so wow. um hey man i'm I'm getting ready getting uh my myself together to get on up out of dodge and uh you know before the storm hits and uh like I say man hopefully we get through this and we can get over this and get to next week, man, because, hey, it it, man, Alabama's here, man. Alabama's here. So, man, it's, it's just kind of hurt me a little bit that, you know, us here in Louisiana, we got to deal with this impending storm. But other than that, man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I ain't complaining. That's what's up. How was your week, man? How was your week, brother? Great week. Great week. Uh, I want to, first of all, uh, shout out as well, Coach Hayes. Um, coach, whenever you see this, I just want to let you know that I did. Uh, I was listening. I was. I was on my way home last night from work while we had our draft going on, and uh, I heard what you said. And uh, just to let you know, Coach Hayes, I'm coming for you. So he <laughs> said he wanted to hear me talk some smack. So hey, I'm I'm doing it. So I know somewhere, some way, he gonna get it. Somebody gonna tell him. So hey, I'm coming for you, Coach.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Let's get into it tonight, man. Larry Frank, man, we are a week away from Miami versus Alabama. It's finally here, one week away. And we got some stuff that we want to talk about. And like I say, callers, it's your night. It's your night every night on You Talk When I'm On. Feel free to call up, man. The telephone number is 404-462-0477. I'm going to put the number up. The telephone number is 404-462-0477. And we want everybody opinion, man, on how you feel about going into the first game. Miami versus Alabama one week away, man. But the first topic of the night, Larry Frank, man, is the big one, man, everybody's talking about. And that is Avante Williams being reinstated to the Miami Hurricane football program. What are your thoughts on that, big dog? Talk to me.
1: I got mixed feelings on this because it's a situation that we see far too many times. Um, people getting in the situations, and a lot of times it's situations that really I think can be avoided um Obviously, we don't know the particulars; we just know what we heard and what we read, but what was disheartening to me at the time was how quick he was dismissed from the team before an actual investigation took place. Mm-hmm. Um, from the legal side of it, we all are told that you are innocent until proven guilty mm-hmm. and the from what I read and you know and checked up on the details were just too sketchy and dicey. There was no consistency with the story mm-hmm. so um the charges were subsequently dropped, and he was cleared. but I just felt like he he has a black eye on him because of the nature of the allegations, domestic abuse. And listen, a lot of people were assuming that it was Manny that made that call. It was not Manny that made the call. The administration, the school made the call. And shout out, To Brian Patter, the late great Brian Patter's brother, Edward, because he was the one that had a hand in getting him reinstated. Now, before we get to the football part of his return, I want to talk about the reputation side of his return. He has an opportunity now to redeem himself in a big way, in a major way, because you know, I, the the comments that I saw when all of this went down at first, they were so hateful. You know, all I saw was stuff to to the to the to the effect of, you know, keep your hands to yourself and and don't put your hands on people and this and that and and we don't need them and 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 I'm like, it disturbed me because it's like, okay, as long as these guys are playing football, you cheer for them. Mm-hmm. But if they get in some sort of a life situation, you bashing them. So how do you really care about them, or do you just care about what they can do for the university that you're a fan of? Mm-hmm. And that disturbed me because before these guys are football players, these guys are men. Before these guys are athletes, and before these guys achieve their NFL aspirations, these guys are men, mm-hmm. their fathers or their future fathers. So to put them down the way and have some of the negative comments that I saw initially without an investigation, without confirmation of the allegations, it just really disturbed me. So from the, the, the I guess the ethical side, mm-hmm. that's how I felt. Listen, I'm, I'm glad he was cleared. I'm glad he has a second chance. I'm glad that he can put that behind him. He already has a son. He has, I believe, the, the young lady is pregnant. Uh, he has another one on the way. So now he has an opportunity to go forward on the football field, hone his skills, hone his talent, parlay that into a possible NFL career. Uh-huh. And at the very least, if he doesn't get to the NFL, which I, I don't think you know that that's not going to happen. I, I think he's going to get to the league. He's that talented, mm-hmm. especially with what we have coaching in the secondary. If something by chance happens to where heaven forbid you get hurt and you don't get to the league, get that degree at least,
0: right.
1: and 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 have your future set one way or the other, so you right. can take care of your kids and you can be that example of a father and a man that they need to see and that they're that we're lacking in this community right now in these communities around the country right now. Right. So from the ethical side, I'm, I'm just rooting for him to to make it. Now, from the football side of it, um, I'm seeing a lot of mixed comments. People like, oh, well he can start. No, he's not going to start against Bama because I think the incident went down two weeks ago, so he missed a lot of time in camp when he was away from the team. What I see happening is, regardless of the starting rotation, they're going to rotate these guys in. So even though he may not start, he is going to see the field. He's that good to not see the field. So you will see the field, no doubt about it, in a week. How much he gets on there, we don't know. You know, that's all on them, and that'll play itself out. But moving forward, I I think he will establish himself as uh, another one in the line of the great Miami safeties, you know, uh, to join, you know, everybody else that then came before Mm him. Yeah. So chime in, you know, like I said, I mean, we, you know, this is a hot button topic. So, you know, Devin put the number up a little while ago. Chime in, man. I'd like to hear what everybody else, how they feeling right now, the, the emotions. How, how are you guys out there in the chat feeling about the return of Avante? Because I know it's a lot. It's a mixed bag, man. I, I just want to see what y'all got to say as well.
0: Most definitely, most definitely, man. Like I say, man, you guys call it's, up.
1: It's Utah, baby.
0: You guys called up. I'm going to put the number up. The number is 404-462-0477. We're talking about, man, Miami versus Alabama one week away. And we're also talking about Avante Williams being reinstated to the football team. What are you guys' feelings, man? What do you think about it? Do you like it? Call up, jump in the chat. Let's talk about it. But let's move on, man, too. Let's go ahead and talk about, man, J.D., man. He in the building, man. J.D., what's going on, man? What up, J.D.? How you doing tonight, brother, man? That's my guy, Jamal Davis in the building. What's up? So let's talk about it, Larry Frank, this depth chart, man. Let's project it, man. Let's talk about it, man. Let's see what we think, man. Let's see if it's going to come. Let's see if it's going to come to fruition, man. What do you think, man? Let's start with quarterback, man. Let's start with the offensive side of the ball. You already, right, I already well, We already know who the leader is of the team is.
1: Yeah, so let, I'm, I'm yeah, going to let I, you start it off, man. Go ahead, big dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have to name who the starter is. We already <laughs> know about that. The only <laughs> thing I'm going to highlight at the quarterback position is who I think the backup will be. And uh, based off of what, what's been going on in fall camp, I think it's TVD. A lot of people were hyped up on uh, Jay Garcia. And he rightfully so. I mean, he had a real good showing in the spring game. But the facts are, in fall camp, from what I've seen and what I've read, TBD has been more consistent. He's uh, been a little bit more natural running the offense. And uh, Jake has had his ups and downs, you know, and th- I mean, that's no knock on him. He's still a freshman. I mean, he's a freshman. He's still learning everything. He's a naturally talented guy, but uh, you know, uh, in camp and everything running the offense, he's he's kind of been a couple of steps back of TBD. So um, that Not- backup, quarterback challenge battle rather will be going on for the entire season that that's going to really lead that that's going to be something i'm going to believe it or not i'm going to watch for the rest of this season because i want to see how we go into 2022 because um after king is gone this year one way or the other uh we got to move on at that position so yeah i think tbd is going to lock up that second spot but we all know who who the starter is going to be it's going to be number one it's going to be the king the king himself
0: Shout out to, uh, uh, hold on real quick, not to cut you off, Super Chat, man. Sigmund, what it do, man? What's going on, man? Thank you for the donation. They, Thank you for the donation, Sigmund. Always, man. You always show love. Thank you, brother. Uh, he G- needs Sigmund. that brotherhood around him, Sigmund
1: said. Yes, absolutely, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Go ahead and continue, L. Frank.
1: All right. Um, running back, uh, that's another no-brainer. Uh, Cam, Cam's definitely the starter. Um, what's the word and, on uh, Jalen And Is he suspended for the Alabama game? What are well, we hearing about that? They haven't made a decision that I've seen yet, but uh, consensus is that it's forthcoming. Now, for what? I don't know. I haven't really had time to really dig and see what's going on, but all I'm hearing is that there is a suspension looming, and uh, you pretty much can look at it in that regard. It'll be him. So for the Alabama game, uh, it'll be Cam and then uh, Cheney. Uh, will be his backup now after the suspension is done uh it'll still be cam but i think cheney and knighton are pretty much kind of that batman and robin type duo you know like you could put in one they're going to do a little something something bring them out you can put the other one in you can interchange them and all of that so when it's all said and done uh cam will be the leader uh cheney and knighton will uh, definitely be uh, one, uh, 2A and 2B, I should say. And then uh, don't sleep on Cody Brown, man. He right. didn't transfer from Tennessee for nothing. Right, you know? uh, right, definitely. Co- Co- Cody Brown's going to definitely see the field a lot. Um, Thad Franklin, who's the other one, uh, he's a, he's another incoming running back. He's been having uh, kind of developing a little slow. You know, he, he's got the size to mm-hmm. really be a bruiser and do some things. But Thad Franklin, from what I'm reading, really hasn't, coming to his own just yet Mm -hmm. so he might be one that takes a little while to develop but either which way the running back room we we are good we are definitely good um fresh rotation of legs every week um you know hey we're gonna really wear down some opposing defenses with with our running game and even from not just with the running backs even with king as well you know so running game is going to be real nice this year
0: that's what's up well let's go over to it now Wide receiver. We're gonna do the old line last, but let's go to wide receiver.
1: Okay. All right. Um, outside, obviously, number one is gonna be Mr. Rambo. Mm-hmm. Rambo will be one outside receiver. Your other outside receiver, in my opinion, will be Keyshawn Smith. He's gonna lock down that other outside spot. He's right. he's just been he's been coming on, like I said, he made his name known a little bit last year, really made his name known in the bowl game. Uh, you know, whereas, you know, the usual guys, you know, they were dropping passes when he got in there, he, he provided a spark and and if he gets that toe down and he catches a touchdown. So he, uh, went into the spring with an attitude and, uh, he's, he's just been balling, you know, he's been really solid. So he'll be, um, the other one on the outside slot guy is going to be Mike Harley, obviously yeah. Yeah. now Mike and X, they're going to be interchangeable in the slot. So. You're going to – it's going to be nice with them, you know, in the slot. Mm -hmm. As far as who I have backing them up, uh, obviously, Pope is going to back up one and Wiggins will back up the other on the outside. They're going to get rotated in. So, I mean, don't think they won't see the field. They're going to get rotated in. They're going to have their opportunities. Right. But uh, hopefully when they do get rotated in, you know, they can not do what they've been known to do. Right. So, uh if if you can be consistent in catching the ball, mm-hmm. um, especially when you get on the field, then it, it's going to make the offense even better and even more smoother. Because now you got capable hands every time, the mm-hmm. opportunity to catch the ball every time King slings it, you know. And that's just to the receivers, you know, not not to the tight end position. So that's what I have there. And uh, also, uh, Jacoby George, watch out for him. He's going to be making some noise. Uh, I think he's going to see a lot as well because he's been really showing out at camp as well. Um, he's been uh, coming on, man. I think he's going to be one of the uh, one of the ones in the future, one of the big names in the future. But he'll make a name for himself a little bit to an extent this year as well. So watch out for him as well.
0: What's your thoughts on Michael Redding? What are you hearing about him?
1: Redding is, uh, he's doing his thing as well. Uh, he's not as consistent as some of the other ones, but he's got good days. He's got bad days, but he'll get in the rotation as well. Uh, So you know it it just may not be as much. Look to see him possibly in uh you know games where you have a bigger bigger lead, and uh they want to get him some more playing time in my opinion. But Red definitely he's got all the upside in the world, so definitely you you'll see him from time to time.
0: Hey man, shout out to Hurricane U C J eight seven. What it do, man? We see you, big dog. How you doing, brother man? You ready for Miami versus Alabama? Y'all come on, man, and tell us what you think, man. We going through this depth chart, and we just trying to project, man, who we think going to be the starters and who backing everybody up, man. So feel free to call up. Telephone number 404-462-0477. We're one week away, Larry Frank, from Miami versus Alabama, man. Come on, guys. Y'all call up and talk to us, man. It's almost here. It's almost here, man.
1: About this, all. We ain't scared. We ain't scared.
0: But like I say, you know, man, Frank, let's let's go over the uh, tight end, man. Let's go down the tight end next, man. What are you thinking about the tight end position? We know Mallory at one, but what is looking like
1: behind it? Arroyo, Arroyo is is is, is Mallory and Arroyo. That so, that that's your one-two punch right there. So Larry, Hodges. Mallory and what Larry Hodges just kind of fell out of the the loop, man. Larry, we. we it's not so much that he fell out of the loop; it's more that Arroyo came on strong, because okay. Arroyo just came out of nowhere and has just been solid, you know. And and you know, kind of like uh, what you saw with uh, Brevin and Mallory, mm-hmm. um, it was always a one-two combination, a one-two punch at tight end. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, that tradition, at least at that position, is going to continue. I think Hodges. And, and and Brantley still can be contributors. Right. But I think right now, obviously Mallory is the man right now. And I think Arroyo is just seizing his opportunity. Now I do think in, you know, there'll be some rotate, rotations going on that you'll see those other guys get in and, right. and and I'm sure they'll do something. But I think not to the degree that Arroyo will, you know, once they get on the field. So yeah, tight end is, is a lock. Okay, so let's go on down to
0: the offensive line now, man. Let's do it, man. Offensive line. Let's start at left tackle.
1: Here we go. And I don't want to give away too much, because as you alluded to next week with Coach Hayes, we're going to be going in real, real deep on this unit. So I'm going to just kind of kind of brush on it and give the basics we're going to save. I'm going to give an appetizer on it, but we're going to save the main course for next next Thursday when we get our slot. And
0: tell them again what uh, we're doing on next Thursday at uh, 630. Tell them again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Next Thursday, catch uh, Coach Hayes. He's doing, uh, I think, uh, he. what do you call it? Uh, hold on. Let me see if I could do it how he was doing. He said uh, the, the YouTube. I think that's how he was doing it last night. <laughs> right. I, I, it was that's something doing, in that yeah. regard. So, Coach, if I'm doing it wrong, forgive me. But, yeah, it, it, basically he's going to be highlighting all the positions, talking to all of the YouTube personalities and stuff like that, getting everybody's opinions and we're going to be on at 6 6:30 right Devin? Yes.
0: So that's our slot at 6:30. We're going to be talking yep. about the uh, o line. And I think he said he's going from uh, 4 to 12. It's going to be a marathon. Yeah. He's going to be on all night. So we're yeah. not doing a hype show next week, y'all. We're going to be over on Coach Hayes platform on Thursday, September the 2nd at 6:30. Shout out to Six Hurricane U CJ87. I'm just praying. I'm just paying a lot of attention. Toward the trenches between Miami and the O line. Yes, it's gonna start up front on both sides of the ball. That's what we've been saying. And that's why we picked the uh, our topic on Coach Hayes next week's show to talk about the O line. Because that's to us is the most important part of the game that's gonna have to that's gonna have to go. That's gonna have to be the key. I mean, if we can't run the ball in the the offensive line, it's not even somewhat better than what they was last year. And they had their flashes. They flashed at moments, but they were inconsistent. If they can't be consistent this year, it's going to be a long game, you guys, long game. So Hurricane U, CJ87, we totally agree with you. Go ahead, Larry Frank, with your uh, O-line projections.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, with the O-line starting at left tackle, uh, Zion obviously has had some sort of, issue or whatever that's prevented him from uh taking part in uh practice being a full go the last couple of days the last week actually week okay. plus so uh Jared Williams has been getting a lot of the the uh reps at left tackle okay he's uh played the left tackle position in the last two scrimmages mm-hmm. that tells me he will be starting at left tackle mm-hmm. next saturday okay so um remember he played at the right tackle position last year um, and he played with a broken arm, so a lot of people kind of went hard on him, like, you know, what's what's going on with him, you know, being uh, the transfer from Houston, and uh, you would think, you know, coming over with King, that, you know, there would definitely be some chemistry there that they'd bring over from Houston, but uh, he, he was basically playing with one arm last yeah. year, you know, so uh, he's a good tackle, he's, he can play the position very well, so uh, it's just, uh, he's got a very important slot being on that left side, so, uh, I see him starting at left tackle, moving inside to the guard position. Uh, obviously, it'll, it'll be uh, Jalen Rivers. We got a Rivers, phone call. Youngson.
0: We got nothing Go to cut you off. Hold on. It's Utah. caller. State your name and where you calling from. Utah. Utah.
2: This is Jamal
0: Davis, Avon Paul, Florida. Jamal Davis, what's, what's up, going on, man? What's going on, man? Not much.
2: What's up, what's Jamal? Much? Feel good to be calling back in, man. Good to hear hey, from you. I say y'all got a y'all got, y'all got less than a week before you
0: compete. <laughs> yeah. What i tell it, you
2: this, man. I mean, I hope y'all have high standards, man. I mean, hope y'all going in say, "Hey, we can win."
0: Oh, we definitely doing that. Definitely. Yeah,
2: man. I mean, it's, it's going to be a measuring stick. It's a big milestone for Miami football right now. I mean, I hope they, I hope they have that on their mind.
0: What do you think the yeah. keys of uh, the keys to victory are, man? What do you think we need to do in order to come out the with the W?
2: Victory is, I mean, the offensive line got to got to, um, protect. I mean, everybody got to be
0: one hundred percent, and
2: I mean, like lost in. Yes. Because I mean, you know, Alabama's gonna bring it, and I mean, the line got to be able to control those front four um, defensive players and pick up the blitz. Yes, Y'all can do that. Y'all have a very good chance of winning the game, I believe, because, I mean, that's how Alabama controls games. I mean, they're Mm-hmm. Beatable. mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
2: I don't think they're that good in the, in, in, in the secondary. Um, so, I mean, receivers got to be on point. They got to catch the balls, can't have all the drops like y'all been having. Um, Basically, that's it. The defense got to play, man. Most I
0: mean, you definitely, know
2: Alabama bringing it offensive wide. Right, defense got to, everybody got to do their side, there. and
0: I right. think,
2: man, they go in there with a with an um, attitude like that. I think they'll compete very well.
0: Most
1: definitely.
2: I mean, you know, my, you know, I mean, Alabama's not going to be a pushover. At all.
1: At all. One thing I'd like to uh piggyback off of what you're saying is uh with the secondary. I'm glad you brought that up with Alabama secondary. I'm glad you brought that up. They got a pretty, pretty young secondary. And uh I think if you start talking about head-to-head matchups and advantages per se, I think that gives our receivers a real, real strong advantage. Cause you got a couple of young guys in that Alabama secondary. And they're good, don't get me wrong. They are good. I mean, we're not going to sit up here and act like they're not good. But they're still freshmen, and they're still young, and they don't really have that experience. And I think with the talent that we have with with our receivers, if the O-line can do their job, and I'm going to say do your job, that's my mantra this whole season, do your job. If the O-line can do their job and give King time to go through his reads and you get some one-on-ones with that youthful secondary, I like our receivers in those head-to-head matchups. Oh, definitely. What you think about that?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I like the receivers the head. I mean, you got speed on the outside, you got speed in the slot, and that's hard to keep up with. It just... Can the quarterback hit the target? And that going to be time because I looked at him last year. He was, a, he was a decent passer. And can the receivers get open?
0: Most definitely. And I, yes. think, I think they
2: can. I think they can get open. And, I mean, I think the running game is good enough to keep to keep the double teams down because I, I, I feel like they're going to need their whole front seven to stop your running
0: game. Well, I mean, that, that goes, not to cut you off, that goes back to the offensive line, though. Yeah, the offensive line yeah, got yeah. to be able to sustain and block. They're going to have to be effective in the running game in order to That's get right. the uh, one-on-one on the outside for them to commit more people to stop the run.
2: But I, 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 I really hope, I really hope that, like, um, y'all went over, like, different offenses because if... They're controlling the run. I hope you can go through a spread to spread them out. I I don't understand coaches nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, I think you should practice multiple offenses. I mean, they, they all just be on this one zone read or whatever they call it. Right. I think because I don't know. I mean, you might have to spread Alabama out.
1: i agree i mean and get, listen
2: and get the linebackers running with some of those speed guys
1: I'm, I'm gonna tell you something uh you definitely don't want to have them stack in the box and and you you know i mean don't get me wrong it's football but that's not a matchup that i like um because they're built to stop the run you know the sec traditionally Okay. Is a conf- Now, it, I mean, it's changed over the last couple of years with the offenses becoming more high-powered and more potent. You know, a lot of air raids and passing attack type offenses. But traditionally, the SEC has always been a, a, a conference of you know you got to have a stout defense and a good running game. And these these teams were always predicated on having a great running game because they were so used to going up against stout defenses. So just because Steve Sarkeesian did it. Last year, and he was following up Lane, who did it before. that kind of developed that high-powered passing attack. And just because he's gone, and in my opinion, with Bill Bryan coming in as the new OC, I don't see Bill Bryan having that same type of attack. I think Bill Bryan goes back to um Bill O'Brien, I'm sorry, goes back to a more traditional type of um, offensive attack. That being more run-based, more like a power eye. Um, you know, man. You know, you, you just got to see the, the style I of football remember, that they used I, to. I, so.
2: My thing with that, I've never seen power, team Powerhouse, Alabama. Just run over right. Alabama. i never seen that since right. been. And, right. I mean, what, what you guys think about, I mean, if you come out and compete or if you come out and it just be like, Ugly man, what you think about the
1: coaching situation? Hold up, say that again. like you're kind of light. I I I heard some of it.
2: I'll tell you what what y'all think about the coaching situation. On, like, all right, if Miami come out and compete, all right, that's all well, but if they come out and just get
0: manhammered
2: and and, and ran all over, I mean, how how y'all feel about um,
0: that's gonna be a problem. Because you know, you're an experienced team, that shouldn't happen. And I don't right. think that you know, they got us they got the spread I think at eighteen. I don't think that you should lose the game by eighteen. That's just me. And I think that you gotta come out and you gotta have a good showing. There's no excuses this year. What's your thoughts, Frank?
1: I, I think that'll get his seat warm because uh he's done enough to keep his seat from getting warmer because he's recognized the era of his ways early in his coaching career um with Enos he made the change and got Lashley um Blake Baker was demoted but uh eventually he left and then he went ahead and was able to get that defensive staff better but you've you got no excuse we say it every week you know COVID is here and last year it was new to everybody but now Um, You get tested, you get vaccinated and everything, and you're able to go out and practice and you're able to establish uh, some continuity. And with that being said, you've had the off season to get these guys right. And now you're going into game week preparation week. So at this point, yeah, you you don't have to win the game. Do we want to win the game? Absolutely. But you don't have to win the game. If you, compete, and even if you come out on the short end of the stick and you 10 points, 7 points, and you competed and went the distance, Alabama has more depth, okay? We don't have the depth like Alabama has. No, we don't. So they will wear us down at some point. We will get fatigued. And at that point, when it's time to rotate, you're going to have a lot of inexperienced guys in there. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I can't fault Manny if we take the L in that regard. But if you have what is the most experienced offensive line in college football and the third most experienced football team in the land and you've got all of these upgrades in coaching and you've had all of this time and you still get blown out by 30, 40 points, then the criticism of you as a coach will be absolutely fair.
0: That's
1: right. And it, it'll be warranted at that mm-hmm. point. So I think right now, to answer your question, um, he has to compete. If he shows he can compete, he can compete, and the preparation is there. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about him for the season. But if he goes through all of this and we get all these guys in the transfer portal, these SEC transfers and Rambo coming from Oklahoma, and um, and what is that going to say to the recruits? Because now you got another battle you're looking at because now guys that are kind of on the fence about Miami, that's leading Miami, they want to see what you do, okay? So if they see where, you know, wait a minute, like all of this time you've been doing all of this, and you guys, I mean, this is a new Alabama team. You know, they just put six guys in the first round, you know, off that team last year. And if you got all of these new guys, freshman quarterback, that's making his first start. And you still get blown out? What does that say about you as a coach?
2: Yeah, I I definitely
0: see this audition for all my coaches. Well, J.D., man, I appreciate the phone call, man. All right, man, y'all
2: boys, keep up the good
0: work, man. I' Proud of the show, man. All right, man, thank you for calling in, man. Appreciate you. And keep on calling in, bro. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have a good one. All right, man. You drive safe. Good call, man. JD, man. Appreciate it, it, the phone it, it, call. It's you
2: talk, baby.
0: Enjoy Let's get it. in this chat a little bit, man, and, and holler at some people. Oh, Linda English, my mother, man. Donation, $20. My mother in the chat, man. Thank you, mother. I appreciate that. So to Allen Johnson, man, what did he do? He said, one of my keys is defensive Tigers got to have the best game ever to free up the young linebackers. That's totally true. Totally, totally, totally true. Man. Hey, hey and let me,
1: let me shout out, that's that's my boy right there, Allen Johnson. Or that's that, my partner. Oh, shout out to Allen Johnson, man. What's going Shouts on, Shout out dog? to Allen, man. Me and Allen be texting, man. Like, listen, I'm going to tell a quick story. Allen works early. You know how I get up, I go to work early in the morning. Well, Allen works early in the morning as well. Allen's out there in Florida. So uh, Alan had me laughing earlier this week. Uh, Alan uh, saw me on Facebook, and Alan hit me up, and Alan, uh, uh, he, he uh, answered or, or text me or whatever, and Alan was later on in the day, he's like, man, I'm sorry, I didn't know you, uh, I thought you were sleeping. like, nah, dude, I'm just like you, man. I'm one of them early birds, too. So Alan's going to actually be with me at the tailgate, kicking it with me in the tailgate. I'm actually going to be sitting with Alan and, and his family and his crew at the game. So shouts out, Alan, man. Appreciate you coming through, bro.
0: That's what's up. Hey, shout-out to my girl, man, Keisha Hibbert, man. She said, what happened to E. Gray? Uh, Utah Family Kane Nation, E. Gray is no longer a part of Utah. Um, I want to thank him for everything that he did uh, for the show when he was on here. Man, he was great. He's moved on to uh, Bigger and Better Things, man. Uh, Y'all can check him out over at uh, Hashtag Just Saying, support his movement, and shout-out to E. Gray, but he's uh, no longer a part of Utah. Uh, What else we got? What else we got? Yeah, man, shout-out to Allen Johnson, man. Hey, shout-out to Benny Barrett. Shout-out to Benny Barrett. Oh, man, thank you, Allen Johnson. He said he loved the show, man. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate, we appreciate you, Allen. Appreciate you. Okay, man, so we're going to continue on the depth chart. Like I said, you guys feel free to call up the telephone number. I'm going to put it up, 404-462-0477. Feel free to call up anytime. Jump in, man, if you got something to say. Larry Frank, man, you say you was over on the... Uh, Facebook, man, didn't you? you said that uh, you, you had some pretty interesting conversations in in the Facebook groups, didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to shout out the uh, group that I'm in, uh, Cain Talk No Filter. What's happening? Uh, I'm I'm an admin in that group, and uh, that group originated after uh year one of the Manny area when we were uh, all kind of upset at what he was doing, and uh, we were very vocal, uh, extremely vocal about uh what he couldn't get done. But uh, we got a couple of guys in that group. It uh, ain't no hate. I'm friends with them. I'm cool with them. Mm-hmm. They're my people. But they're very, very, very opinionated. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I've been going ham with them for the last couple of days, off and on. So this morning I'm at work, and one of the threads we was on the conversation was continued. And uh, I'd like to give them an opportunity. I told them. I said, look, I said tonight, eight o'clock Eastern, four zero four, four six two, zero seven seven zero four seven seven. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I say, call in and put your opinion out. So I ain't going to put their opinion out because if they call, I want them to do it. So shout out to my boy, DJ Sam. Yes, sir. I know a <laughs> lot of y'all probably know him. And shout out to AJ Joyner. Uh, my people, my people, we have fun. I mean, we go at it, but man, it was animated. And, and, and listen, the phone lines are open, guys. So if you're watching, <laughs> feel free to call. Right here. <laughs> and what group is that uh start out the group what's the name of the group the, the group is called Cane talk no filter okay Cane talk no filter um it's not really that big of a group because mm-hmm. uh that group like i said uh it was myself dj sam um kelvin hooks um it's a couple of other ones in there uh Oh Lord, I don't want to. I don't want to miss his, his name. I know Clifford. I can't remember. What, I, and I mean, these are guys. These are YouTube, uh, Facebook people. So okay. a lot of the guys here, if you're on Facebook and you're in the Kane groups, you've seen these guys. Okay, they're very opinionated. You mm-hmm. know, they 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 don't play. They mm-hmm. don't play. Like when they tell you they don't like something, they they go hard. So that's what's I like. mean, I'm gonna give them their respect. You know, they they definitely speak their mind. So shout out to them for standing on their own. But I told them, I said, look, man. Uh, if you want to put your opinion out and, and let it be known, I mean this this is where we do it, man. Like, there is no right or wrong opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's we all feel how we feel. You know whether it's positive or negative. So definitely, man. Hey, call up, call up. I love to hear from you I, You know, hey, uh, can't talk no filter. So yeah, that that's the group. D. That's what's up. Uh, Hurricane U C J 87
0: When will Avante Williams play? Hey, man, I think he's going to play against Alabama. He, he's probably yeah. not going to score, but I think he's going to see some reps, like Larry Frank said. Yeah.
1: Next Saturday. He'll, he'll play next Saturday. Um, he uh, basically, all the fundamentals and drills and everything that they were doing the last couple of weeks, he missed that because he was uh, briefly dismissed from the team. But now they're going into game prep. So now he's going to have to catch up. But he's that talented and that good that catching up won't be a problem. He's that good. I mean, the number one safety in in his class, you know. So, you you can't let him sit on the bench, you know. So, um, he'll he'll see the field. He'll definitely see the field in in certain situations. May not be a lot, but like I said, as the season goes on, you know, I, I think by mid season you'll really be seeing him. He'll he'll be you know wearing that chain at some point.
0: Oh yeah. Before I forget, man, I want to let everybody know. Um... We're not gonna be a part of the uh, Miami Takeover uh for that party uh next Friday on the third. Utah talk will not be a part of that that uh that party. So we just wanna let you guys know that as well. But uh Larry Frank, go ahead with that uh depth chart, man. Let's let's continue to go on with the depth chart.
1: Who's all there, right, uh, so continuing on, we had Jared Williams as your left tackle. Okay. Uh like I said, he's been catching a lot of the starts in the scrimmages, and I think they're prepping him for that position. Moving on, you got um Oh Lord, hold up, hold up, hold up. Jalen Rivers. I'm sorry, I had a I had a mm-hmm. brain brain tease or whatever. Jalen Rivers at the left guard. Jalen Rivers is a nice size, night got a nice size on him and right. all of that. He's he's real talented, he's young. Right. Um Jalen is going to come in and I think this is where and, and I like I like him coming in and starting this game right here because if he has a decent game his confidence is going to go through the roof and it's going to make him play better as he progresses in his career you got to remember this offensive line when healthy I'm looking at at least 3 definite draft picks possibly 4 that are that are usual starters So Jalen will be one of the ones to come back that we're going to have to lean on for experience moving forward. So he'll be at the left guard. Corey Gaynor center. Very very durable. I mean, listen two year full time starter started all 24 games. Yes. So so Gaynor will will definitely be there at the center position. We'll be good with that. Right guard. The return Navon Donaldson. Mm -hmm. I am so happy that he is back Mm -hmm. and not only am I happy that he is back, just look at him. He has just oh, evolved yeah. into a more, just sizable, just dominant-looking version of what he was previously before the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for him to really come in, and 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 the thing about it with him and rounding it out with DJ Scafe at the right tackle position. Mm-hmm. Watch the right side of the watch the right side of the uh of the lineup when we line up. Watch that right side. Because you got to remember, with Scaife, Scaife played right guard last year Mm -hmm. next to Jared Williams. Right, but Scaife is a tackle by nature. Scaife thrives at the tackle position, Mm -hmm. so he was out of place. And he played and he played tackle
0: a little bit last year as well. He did. He did. They they, they was moving guys around on that line, and and that's my question. I want to go back over to the left guard where you were talking about um, Jalen Rivers. Who do you think Mm -hmm. that they will have behind him on the depth chart if he was to start? Are we going to do Ja'Kai Clark? Like, who are we looking at behind
1: Jalen? I'm looking at Zelante Hillary. Zelante Hillary. Only because, yeah, only because, you know, you got other guys that you got to look at where they played. Mm -hmm. He he got a few snaps in last year. Like, the bad part about it is, That's what happens when you miss a Ja'Kai Clark because with Ja'Kai Clark being out, you kind of got a young boy. I hate to say it, but boys have to grow into men. So I'm thinking you're going to have Zelante Hillary there. Now, hopefully, Jalen can last most of the game, and hopefully, you know, if they got to rotate Hillary in, he can get in there and and kind of give Jalen a breather because I don't think he'll be able to especially on that left side. I don't think he'll be able to hold his own that long, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's what you have. We're still short. We're still thin on the depth chart at that. Cause we got some freshmen. You got McLaughlin, but he won't be ready. You right. know? So, and you got injuries, John Campbell, he's hurt, mm-hmm. you know, right now. So you, you're kind of thin. Obviously, Jakai Clark is hurt, okay. you know? And so I think that's who you'll have, have backing him up. Um, just to round out the backups, I got Lawrence Seymour, who would back up Gainer, but I don't think you know you'll see him at all. I think Gaynor's solid enough; he'll hold his own the whole game. Um, at the right tackle position, there's a guy that nobody's talking about, but I think he can pay dividends down the line, and that's the UNLV transfer, Ju- uh, Justice Justice on Oh yeah, I, 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 I butcher names, yeah, so I mean, I feel yeah, bad, and I could with be saying it wrong these too. Names. But he's a he say he's a grad transfer, right? He's a yeah, yeah, he's a transfer from UNLV. Mm-hmm. The thing about it with him is he doesn't have he, now, he's got 20 starts. So he's an experienced player. Okay. But he you know, look at the conference he played in. So he's probably going to have to earn his respect mm-hmm. here because they're going to people are going to be like, "Well, look where you came from. You didn't really see nobody." But that's okay. That's what you got Garrett Justice for. Mm-hmm. Garrett Justice is there to develop these guys and coach these guys up. And what a lot of people got to remember, the offensive line, even though it improved last year, it was still not great. Right. But that was Garen Justice's first year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you look at what they did in 2019, they were a train wreck. They gave up like eight sacks in Florida, where they let uh, Jaron Williams get sacked eight times. They they improved from that under his tutelage in year one in right. a COVID-shortened season. right. So that's why I'm feeling good with him having this whole group going into year two. And that's another thing. He was kind of plugging guys in and trying to figure out who was who. Right. So with all of that uncertainty, with all of that confusion, Garen Justice was able to come in, and even though they didn't play great, he did get them to play better than what they did the year before. Mm -hmm. So now coming in, he knows his guys. He knows where he wants to put certain guys. He can coach them the way he needs to coach them. I think you'll see some more stability.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So let's jump over to the defensive side of the ball and let's start on the defensive line and let's start with the defensive ends. We lost Phillips and we lost Roche. So we already know one of the guys to transfer defensive end from Tennessee, DeAndre Johnson. What are you thinking about him?
1: I think DeAndre Johnson will continue what you've been seeing for the last couple of years on the defensive line. You get these transfer guys, they come in from other schools, and they just, hey, they, it's like it's a new life when they get to Miami, when they get on that line. Okay. You saw it with Gerald Willis. You saw it with Phillips. You know, you, you you saw it with Roche. You know, it's just something about the last couple of years coming in as a transfer D lineman. You you, you know, you hit pay dirt, you know, and it's just – I don't know if it's South Beach. I don't know what it is. What I do like is you're going to see that continuity with that transfer. And at the same time, you have Jess Simpson coaching now mm-hmm. because last year, you know, you you didn't have that, you know. So if you go back to Jess Simpson 2017 and what he did with Garvin and Jackson and, and Willis and how good that line was, he this line here is going to thrive. So with DeAndre Johnson coming in as a seasoned vet on that D-line at that end position, I don't know if he'll get the fanfare that those other guys like Phillips and them got last year and, and be able to parlay that into a first-round uh, draft pick like Phillips or, or you know get selected in a higher round or whatever. But I do think that he will be able to play solid enough to to really kind of keep us on par with solid D line play because you don't want no drop off, right? And I mean, he coming he's coming
0: from a power yeah. five school, so you know, most definitely, man. I mean, Roche came from where last year? He was from uh, what did he was come from? Temple, it was Temple, yeah, it was Temple,
1: Temple, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, let's so, move and forward. that's the thing, he comes from Temple, and with and that's the thing, he didn't have Jess Simpson, mm-hmm. and look what he did. Mm-hmm. So, you get a guy coming from Tennessee coming out the sec he's he's if you play in the sec if you are a starter at sec you are talented Mm -hmm. so you're getting a talented guy out the sec coming here with jess simpson okay and he knows his opportunity is there to get to the league okay so i think he's going to pay dividends
0: so let's jump to the other side who are we looking at we're looking at it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be zach mccloud i mean What's what's your thoughts
0: on that man well i mean i mean really like like I get it. You know, they're bringing him from line biker to defensive end. But yeah. do you see that being a good move?
1: I think the jury is still out on that. Um, it's looking like it can be an okay move, if that makes sense. And I say that to say this. If he flops, then it's a bad move. The only reason that I think it's an okay move is once again you got Jess Simpson coaching you. Mm-hmm. Now his body, he's 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 basically transformed itself into that DN body type. And listen, if he comes in with the fire that he did as a freshman, then it will become a good move. So I think in order for it to become a good move all that is predicated on him and just his approach to the game in addition to just Simpson's coaching ability and i i mean hey look he's been with the program you know 4 years now so i i got to i i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt i'm not a fan of it i'm not excited overly about it i'm I'm like okay the coaches are raving about it you're hearing a lot of positive stuff, so I'm just kind of going along with the masses on this one. So I think it's an okay move. It's got the potential to be good. That we're going to have to wait and see. I think against Alabama, uh, I think the rest of the season he'll come into his own at that position. It's just I, I think he may have some difficulty against Alabama.
0: Okay. And let's get to the, uh, well, the depth behind him. What you looking at, Harvey and possibly Chance Williams? At, at yeah, North you got you got to go. Yeah, because
1: Chance Williams, um, Chance Williams is a talented young guy. Uh, one thing about the DN spots, they they're going to rotate. They're going to rotate. So um, Jafari Harvey's definitely going to get his opportunity. He he made some noise last year. Um, he was just you know with a with a real good group. I mean you you playing alongside you know really, in my opinion. You know, three NFL draft picks because you had two last year, and then you got Nesta, who's who's a future uh, draft pick. So, um, I think Harvey's gonna you know get in there, and uh, he'll he'll represent. Um, you know, he'll do his thing. And uh, Chance Williams, you know, I think he's a young gun. I think it's his time. I think he realizes that okay, now is the time. I'm gonna make my snap. You know, everything I get in there, I'm gonna make it count because the future is now. So moving forward. Uh, I think he's getting groomed, and I think that after uh, DeAndre Johnson leaves, I think he's going to challenge for that starting spot in the future. So, yeah, definitely, those are are your backups.
0: Okay, let's jump to D. Tykel.
1: Obviously, Nesta. I mean, with Nesta, you got a – that's kind of a no-brainer, you know, Nesta. On the inside, I got Nesta, and I got uh, – I'm stuck between Ford and Harrison Hunt. But I think I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go ahead with with Harrison Hunt here, right. slightly over John Ford. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then and then, uh, obviously Ford Ford will get his reps as a backup, and Leonard Taylor because Leonard Taylor is too hyped and, and too good you to can't not keep see him, the field. Yeah,
0: you can't keep him off the field. Most definitely, you can't.
1: You can't. Yeah. He's your future. He's a future star right there. Right. So yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got we got D. N. We got D. Tycho. Let's go to linebacker. You know I've been waiting on this. What'd you say, Hurricane UCJ87? Nasty Nesta. Hey! <laughs> I like Nasty Nesta, too, Hurricane U. <laughs> yeah. I like Nasty Nesta, too, man. Well, let's get to these. Hey, hey, Hurricane U, we finna jump over here to these but This is this is a position of concern for me, man, so I want to hear it. Go ahead, Larry Frank.
1: Yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> Middle linebacker. Now I don't feel as bad about this, but Corey Flag did make some plays last year. I think Corey Flag will and like I said, let me let me put a disclaimer before I really get into this. Okay. None of these guys are gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it at that. The goal here is to be solid and just do your job and be solid and be consistent because you're going to need the secondary to help you in run support, and you're going to also need the front four to really establish pressure and make your job easier. Mm-hmm. So let's get that out the way. So with that being said, Corey Flag in the middle, and on the weak side I got Keontra Smith. That's, That's going to be kind of,
0: my surprise right there, Keontra yeah. Smith, that transition they've, from striker. They've had
1: a solid camp, yes. Yes.
0: I think he's undersized but I think that he's going to give us the versatility and speed we need definitely to cover tight ends. Definitely.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. At the striker position, uh you got to go with Frierson. Uh Gilbert will be at the striker. And I think with Am- Amari Carter, he'll he'll get in there as well. Now with them, I think you're going to see a lot of it'll be 50-50 with them. I don't think you'll have one guy getting the bulk of of all the reps. You know, at that position, I think they're just going to be interchangeable mm-hmm. the whole time. So, so that's what I have. I was kind of hoping to see Austin Cave and Avery Huff, right? But um, for some strange reason, I, I don't know what's holding them back. I don't know what's going on. I mean, Austin Cave looks the part. I saw a picture of him um, earlier this week. I mean, he's he's built. He looks the part. He looks the part of that that prototypical Miami linebacker that we're used to. But for some strange reason, it's just not happening. It ain't so, happening. I mean, right. It's, it's, just, it's just not going down. So, I mean, I don't know.
0: Okay. So, let me ask you this. Slot corner. Who do you see playing in the slot, in the inside, bro? Is it going to be – because I don't see Blaze over Ivy on the outside, so I think it's going to be a part of him and couch. But who you think it denied?
1: Uh, I would think it's Couch because Couch, as bad as that secondary was last year, well, as much as they got torched last year, mm-hmm. Couch was probably the one bright spot because you saw in Couch because he was young, and you saw him make plays, and you saw him show you the potential that he had. So I think I think Couch gets that 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 slot corner spot. I think he gets it with ease. Blades has been getting reps at safety. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, that's what I was reading. He he caught a couple of reps at safety, at the safety position. I don't know what that's all about, especially with the return of uh, Avante. But um, they had been. But, but I mean, once again, I mean, D, uh, T-Rob likes to, you know, have these guys be able to be versatile and, and play basically, or at least be ready and prep to play basically anywhere in, re- in you know in the secondary. So hey it, it might be just, you know hey, trial and error. Who knows? Hey not to cut you off. Let me read this text. Let me read the chat. Hurricane U 87 eight seven, you
0: looking at that <laughs> I can't see it. What does it say? It's like, we should have transfer we should have transition. I ain't gonna say the name, but eight and six to DBs to add depth. <laughs> but one thing about it one thing about a Hurricane UCJ87, we know uh, they wouldn't be getting beat deep because they do got speed, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, <laughs> So definitely, I, I mean,
1: I can see that look, Larry Frank. <laughs> he got a great point, man, because I'm telling you, I don't know how many times I can go back and look at film and look at game situations last year and how many times these boys beat the coverage and all you had to do was catch the ball. Right.
0: I, right. <laughs> that was a good one, man. I, I just started laughing when
1: I seen that one them man. But no, they, no, got, so. they, they got that speed, man. They got that speed. Hey man, hey, cover skills. I mean, hey, I mean they get their hands on the ball, so I mean, hey, you might be on to something. It's,
2: <laughs> it, 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 it's Utah baby. It's Utah baby. Right,
0: right. Come on man with your with your, with the rest of your uh, the safeties,
1: man. What what you looking at that free safety there, Frank? Talk to me. Well, your safety is pretty much uh is set. You know it's gonna be Bolden. You know you know Bubba Bolden. He's he's got that spot locked up. I mean, it, it is what it is. Ah, oh, man. Gervin Hall. And 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 I'm just not feeling Gervin Hall at that other safety spot. I'm just not. I'd I'd rather see him go young with with Cam Kenshins at least, you know, cuz James Williams is going to eventually he's going to see the field eventually. Too. Yeah, he's going to get some playing time this year too. He, he will, he will. But I mean, I'm I'm hoping if you're going to go with Gervin Hall, I'm hoping he can really pay dividends coming in at that spot. Right. Because you know, he he's had some rough seasons, you know, in the past, but I mean, he's also had a few good times and a few uh, positive moments as well. But 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 I think it's it's gonna be Gervin and uh Bolden at your safety spot. So and uh Stevenson'll be that other corner. Um obviously I mean that's why he came that's why he came to came to Miami so he'll he'll get that spot locked up. And um you know like I said they were trying blades out at safety. The assumption was that the other spot would be um Ivy and uh blades okay uh in a battle. I think the nod still goes slightly to DJ Ivy in that in that regard. But okay. as we've said before, Blades has all the, the the talent in the world. I mean, he listen, I was on YouTube the other day okay. looking at some old school videos and I was looking at his pops and it's like you can see a lot of the mechanics in him that he has a lot of his dad's skill. I mean, in, in his uncles as well. It's just that I think now that's where the T-Rob effect comes into play. I think if T-Rob can do what I think he can do, I think Al Blades now has the opportunity to finally shine. Okay. So to start the season, I'll go with Ivy, but I think with good coaching, I think Blades will eventually surpass him, if that makes sense. Okay,
0: most definitely, most definitely. Well, look here, y'all. We up against it, man. We up against it, man. Uh, It's been a good show, man. Like I said, next week to everybody, we're not going to be doing the hype show next week. We're going to be over on Coach Hayes' platform, and we're going to be doing the Miami Hurricane YouTubers, man. We're going to get in there, man. I think he says from like 4 to 12. Uh, You talk, man, our slot is at 630, and we're going to be talking about the o line. So everybody, man, it's here one week away, y'all one week away. It's finally here, Miami, Alabama, what we all been waiting for. And I want to say thank you to everybody who chimed in tonight, man, and called in and it was a good show, man. I appreciate you guys like always Larry Frank, you want to get some departing words before we get out of here, brother?
1: Yeah, man. I just want to shout out, you know, the Utah family, the chat, man, the the call and and, um, just everybody for interacting and supporting, you know, the movement, Um, you know, shout out to all of the the business owners, you know, and and all of the alumni players that, you know, we've been talking to. And uh, like I say, man, uh, this this show wouldn't be what it is. I mean, like I say, I started as a fan, so I know the 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 love for this platform, you know, by everybody coming week in and week out. So, mm-hmm. man, thanks. Thanks to all of y'all, man. Shouts out to all of y'all. So, yeah, man, getting ready for next week. Like I say, I got a hurdle I got to get over, you know, with Ida. So, hopefully, you know, everything will be all right with that. But, like I say, hopefully Monday, Tuesday, that thing is out of here and then I can get my mind right and get ready for the ATL. So, Most no definitely. doubt about it, man. Most Appreciate definitely. all y'all.
0: Most definitely, man. And shout out to all of our Kane supporters, Melvin Bradman, shout out to Marquez Williams, LaVar Scott, Dexter Sigler, Kenny Kelly, Eric Brown, what it do? And I'm going to keep on screaming it, man. Put that number 32 up in the Watsko Center, man. Put Eric, retire Eric Brown's number, man. Miami Hurricane basketball, second all-time league scorer, Mr. Miami basketball himself, put that number up, retire it. But like I said, y'all, next week Coach Hayes' platform, we're gonna do the uh, the recap, man, the uh, the post game after uh, after the Miami Alabama game on Saturday, y'all. So we definitely gonna do a post game. But on next Thursday, we're gonna be over on Coach Hayes' platform, and uh, that's at six thirty. So again, man, we appreciate all of you guys. Love everybody, man. AJ, man, everybody in the chat, man. Let me shout out everybody, man. Hurricane U, CJ87, my mother. Shout out to Keisha Hibbert. Shout out to Jamal Davis, Benny Barrett. We want to thank all of you guys, man. Thank you for tuning in, man. Sigmund, Oh, I got one more.
1: I'm sorry, Devin. I don't mean to cut you. I got one more. It just came to me if I could real quick. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Canes United. Allen's in the chat. He's a member. Shout out to Canes United. I'm talking that group there, they travel the country to all the road games. I'll be DJing that tailgate. So 135 Forsyth Street that Saturday, if you're looking for a place to come party and hang out and come speak and see me, Devin will be there for a little minute. Yeah. Hey, man, shouts out to Canes United. I just wanted to get that out the way. Go ahead, D.
0: No, 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 you're good, brother. And uh, shout out to Cuban Kane. Shout out to Jeffrey O'Neill, April Clark Ramsford, man, the crew. Shout out to everybody, man. Uh, Brother J. Blaze, man. Shout out to Josh Ayers, man. The usual corporates, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Like I say, y'all, we one week away. So we're going to do it how we always started, man. Y'all know how we start every show. And you know how we end every show. It ain't no us. Without you, baby. And we got the Miami Hurricanes versus Alabama. One
1: week away, baby. Let's get it. Yeso.
2: It's 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 Utah baby.